I completely underestimated how humbling the experience is. You have to recognize when you are wrong and turn around because the market doesn't care. If we're not offering the right product, the business stops and I gotta figure out something else to do. Choose not to live in a world of filters. Realize your mistakes. Set the foundation for your success. Get some wins. Knucklehead Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Knucklehead Podcast. Uh, you got with you today, probably the literally the epitome of a knucklehead. How is it that you <laughs> two, who in today's world, and I'm talking about the host, not the guest here. Uh, the guest is Luke Hansen. He's the CEO of Company Cam. I'm going to butcher this backstory, but it's going to be funny too. This is, this is important. In today's digital world, you get caught up in the pace of change and wanting to keep up with the flow of information. Sometimes you just look past the most obvious things. Luke and I live in different states. We work in different industries, but we went to school together back in the day and we didn't figure that out until a minute or two minutes into this podcast. Can you believe yeah. that? It's That's freaking hilarious. ridiculous. So I'm throwing myself under the bus. I've got tread marks on my face for those of you who are just listening. It's ridiculous. But Luke, we appreciate you being gracious enough not to kick me square in the balls. for No, but I went to high school with you. I don't want to fight you. You know, I see the dopey beta. Like I'm like, yeah. no, I'm like, you know, I haven't got, I like, my, got my fists in order yet. But, well, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it, it's, it's funny that we, I don't know that we actually grew up together, but like we went to the same high school and around the same time, but you're way yeah. older than me, man. If I yeah. want, if I remember right, like way, way, like you're, I, I think probably almost a year older than I am. Probably. I think a whole 365 days. So the, the idea here is to do two things. One, let's talk about why making mistakes, screwing up are so important and pivotal to the successes that, that you're going to have in your business. And the second thing that we want to accomplish is we want to, we actually want to fully embrace the fact that there's not one of us that's got this all figured out. There's things that you experience that will help my business grow and those folks that are listening. Uh, and in our audience is primarily that people who've either reached a plateau, they may be $50 million in annual reoccurring revenue, and they want to get their business up to a hundred million. They understand that they're going to have to break it a little bit before it gets to a hundred million. Their processes and administration have gotten them to where they are. And Sometimes that's not good enough. They want to accomplish more. And so that's why mistakes are so important. And the environment that gets created in some cases in today's culture, especially in today's business world, is you want to appear as if you have things more figured out than what you truly do in order to gain the attention and gain the, uh, the, the net new customers or even the, the trusted business relationships because everybody's afraid to talk about the things that they've screwed up. Well, we don't do that here on this show. That's exactly what we do. We talk about the things that we've screwed up. And I love how you led with the fact that your business, Acumen, was starting to develop at a really relatively young age because your family runs a business. So I got to ask you, how did the learning lessons of having a family-based business back whenever you were younger lead you to where you are now? Absolutely. I'm going to try to answer most of those questions. Uh, yeah. It really helps. So my dad owns a roofing company here in Lincoln, Nebraska. And when I was, you know, in high school, it was me and my buddies roofing houses. And, you know, then very shortly after we got one other crew and then we got another crew. And, you know, now they're quite successful. They're roofing, you know, 10 to 20 houses a day in commercial buildings and putting on siding and, you know, they're, they're doing a lot of stuff. And, watching that business grow and really seeing how it happened, which was it, we weren't super smart. We didn't have this genius scaling plan. It was like, we treated people right. We treated our customers, right. Our employees, right. We cared the most about getting the job done, right? Like just when you do things right, you get more business. And 
and it's sustainable to work with people when you treat people right. And, and, and so to me, that was this key lesson of, because there's not a lot of similarities between a roofing business and a subscription app business from a business perspective, but from what most businesses are, which is dealing with people, there's a lot in common. So I learned a lot that way, but then you're talking about mistakes. I mean, I, I reflect often on, I even remember a guy, the first year I was doing this, it was hard, man. It's like, cause things aren't quite working, you know, like it's all these like successes and failures. But I remember yeah. a guy who I respected in the local kind of startup community was like, Hey man, like, I don't know if you're the right guy to be doing this, like full disclosure. Like, I, I, I think you should be farther along than you are. You might just be like screwing up and you should like look around and see if there's someone better to like have do it for you. And I kind of was like, at first I was like, you asshole, you know, but then I was like, you know what? Like, that's maybe right. It was a little bit of motivation. Like, dude, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, let's go. And I started to think more about not just the product, but the business, which is yeah. a really hard thing when you're making an app is to think, okay, I'm trying to build a company, not yeah. just make a product that people use. And that mindset shift from to building a company, the people, and that it's not me doing everything, having every idea. It's finding people that are better than you, bringing them in and, and, and like trying to get them going in the same direction. I've made a ton of mistakes of wasting time thinking about this product, this product, this product, instead of thinking about the people that were going to make it happen. So but Luke, roundabout way you, of saying like, I was just looking the wrong direction. Let me ask you a question. Cause I think you touched on it two or three times there. One of them was whenever you had that initial gut kind of visceral reaction to somebody telling you something you didn't want to hear. It's new information. It's a human response to a business problem, right? It's a mm -hmm. response to a to new information. And that is your ego kind of got stepped on a little bit there. Yep. So in your opinion then, would you say that if you have an unchecked ego or a tendency to look past what some of your deficiencies are, you could actually be on a treadmill as opposed to on a- That's a good, I, I see your metaphor. So the idea that you're just running in place, you might be running really hard, but you're not going anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. I completely underestimated how humbling the experience is because you do feel like kind of like you're working for everyone else and that there's a lot of responsibility than when you're an employee and that you have to recognize when you're wrong and turn around because the market doesn't care. Like they don't care about like my feelings or my ego or it doesn't mean anything. And so if we're screwing up, if we're not doing it right, if we're not offering the right product, then we're not entitled to any money, man. Like it just goes away. The business stops and I got to figure out something else to do. And so it's for me that it's like that saying understanding, it's like you do have to have a little bit of the, I don't know that it's like arrogance, but it's the kind of confidence slash potentially bordering on arrogance around, Hey, we could do this. It's possible. Like, yeah, they tried it, but like, we're better than them. You know, like that, 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 like that mindset, you have to believe that you can do something, but then you also have to be paying attention and be ready to be wrong. It's like you realize what you don't know, the further along you get, you know, like the, the sort of super expert becomes the most humble person oftentimes because they are, they are aware, very aware of what they don't know. And at the beginning, you don't know what you don't know. So I feel like I'm every day finding out more about what I don't know. And I'm just much more likely to go ask someone a question, it may seem obvious, ask someone for help, someone else who's not trying to pretend. That's the thing you absolutely have to ditch if you want to be successful is pretending like you know everything, pretending like you're super successful, you know what, when you're not, because like people who are successful, they can tell. 
they honestly don't care. They would rather that you're asking them a genuine question than you're like posing at like being awesome because no one cares. Everyone's worried about themselves. They don't care how successful you are. So I'm uh, sorry, big sideways rant there. Other no, than no, they say, it, it answers a, the question. Yeah, it like it's question. just, I don't know. It's hard because you have to make a lot of decisions. I make a lot of decisions every day. I'm trying to make fewer and fewer, you know, like, cause I, you always think that like decisions should be made kind of closest to the problem. Like you don't want the, your CEO making every decision at your company. Then I don't know, man, you just see it go sideways. And when there's other people, like if it was just me, if I was running a one man show, eh, like if something goes wrong, you know, like it, it would cost me and I would be bummed out about it, but I have a pretty quick turnaround. <laughs> like I have spent a lot of time worrying about what happened before But, you know, we've got 35 people now and, you know, we're growing pretty quickly. And it's like, that's like real deal. Like these people rely on this company for making it, you know, and. Have you ever asked yourself why you haven't started a podcast? Well, I already know the reason. So do you. You don't feel like you're tech savvy. You don't feel like you got your message wired tight. And quite frankly, it's just it's all this mystification going on. Quite frankly, uh, our process helps to demystify that. We're push button for podcasts. We're knucklehead. Why knucklehead? Well, we lead with the fact that you don't know what you're doing. We do. We've been there. We've actually been in your shoes. We take your spoken voice. We literally give a human voice to your website. You want to bring dead leads to life? Well, then you need to talk to Knucklehead. Essentially, what we're going to do is we're going to take you through our process, and we're going to help take your human voice and increase the process for you going from dead leads to life. How do I do do that? Well, you essentially just take your human voice, put it in a directory, and let people consume more of you. Give your audience the ability to Netflix on you. They wanna binge watch you, they wanna binge listen. Give them the ability to take your voice along on that commute with them. So you can get in touch with us, Steven at Knucklehead Podcasts, or if you got a really cool story, stories at Knucklehead Podcasts. You can find us on LinkedIn and on Facebook at Knucklehead Promotions LLC. Get in touch with us. Don't be a beta about the process. Don't let the fact that you don't know preventing you from getting some wins so don't be a beta get some wins and contact us today see you so it's interesting you're touching on something that businesses go through and when i say businesses go through businesses are really just organized silos and environments and ecosystems of people right people making decisions day in and day out sometimes in their own self-interests sometimes in the interests of the company and sometimes interests um that aren't necessarily good for either one of those two. So, mm-hmm. you know, they make self-limiting decisions or there may be a personal fear that they have that limits the business growth. And I like how you just touched on the delineation between, okay, yeah, there's a there's a roofing company that you kind of came from where you cut your teeth on being able to work with people to now learning how to, learning how to leverage what you've learned dealing with people and growing a more palatable product that ends up being input. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, you know it I mean? definitely is more scalable. And that's, any business has like a business model, right? There's a financial model of this is how we make money and this is what the future looks like. And here's the projections. And I'm skeptical of a lot of that stuff because like it, it sometimes like you confuse the forest for the trees. Hey, look, we made a chart going up. It's like, no, but like we got to make the like sales calls and you know, it's all the things that you do that lead to the, yep. the end result. That's something I think about a lot is the things that are the same across a lot of businesses. Like we, our product, we would say, we, we make a product for contractors. So these are like roofers, plumbers, pool builders, anyone that would come to your house and work on something. And it's a, it amounts to a kind of a camera app communication system for them to have accountability and to have records of what they did, what it looked like. And it's like their company's kind of memory almost. But I always tell our, our guys, we are solving the problems that all contractors have. This is not like if pool builders have a specific problem of digging holes and like, I don't care. 
that's not a problem that every contractor shares. So that's not a problem we're solving. But we're also not trying to solve podcast guys problems or financial advisor problems or, you know, like you have to have a defined problem, which I think we've nailed on to. But then you've just got to know what it is. And that was hard when you're starting something new. It isn't defined for you. It's not already laid out like, hey, uh, for example, a roofing company, you're putting on roofs, man. There's a pretty good process to doing that. People have been doing it for a long time. Now, it doesn't mean you can't innovate anything. It's largely out in front of you. It's a matter of kind of execution. Whereas this is, again, execution is all important, but it's like, I love the open space. The fact that I have to kind of just figure out which direction to go. No one's telling you exactly what to do. There's best practices, you know, like there's ways that you want to go about things. But in the end, you're sort of like, moving into the unknown and trying to figure it out. And that's what's so fun. And then when you're doing it with other people, if you can work together well, like it's doubly fun than, you know, doing it by yourself. That's a, you just hit the nail right on the head. And that's, and I think that the ideas that we're talking about here, they're fun to discuss, but I got to ask you, let's talk about a time when you, Luke, were in a meeting and you're trying to communicate this message <laughs> and somebody just goes, Hey, listen, I, I, I just don't get it. Or I get that that's what we're doing, but you don't understand the resistance I'm running into trying to book these appointments mm-hmm. with these contractors. Or, you know what? I sell it. I, we've gone through this entire process, but for some reason, the technology is malfunctioning. What, what, I mean, what in the world? Like, give us an example one time of where Luke was essentially put on blast, for lack of a better term. Oh, right? yeah. For, I mean, like, I, so I just appointed a new uh, head of product, which is kind of the the develop, design and development of the app, the person running that, because I was basically doing that for the whole last four years since our company started. And I'm a good visionary. Like I have, I output a lot of ideas and I have, I have 40 features and things that I want to build all the time, you know, like, but I am not good with process and lists. And like, this is our methodology of how we go about doing things. And I got us like screwed up, scope creeping, or trying to get this release out. And some of our people were like, we can't keep doing things this way. And, you know, they have to just tell you. And I, people here definitely feel like they can give me the feedback, which is crucial. Like if people, if anytime someone tells you that you're screwing up, and the hard thing is, it is very hard to do that in a way. Like you have to speak in a way that you can be heard. You know what I mean? Because like it happens all the time. I talk to my wife about something just yesterday, someone said something to her that wasn't very nice. You know, it's like, you want to just be like, like, no, screw you. And what you have to do, especially, you know, when you, when you're taking responsibility in a situation like that is say like, okay, I'm going to take this oops, away from here, you know, and I'm going to think about it. And then I'm going to see, like, try to assess it reasonably. And like, not that it could hurt my feelings or whatever. You step back from that. And it's hard to do. And it takes, you know, practice. Part of it's just getting older, man. You find, you finally see how these old crazy people, how people become old and crazy. It's like they give less of a f- every year until they're like 75. And then it's like, they have no f- left, man. They are just out there they're done. doing whatever they want. Yep. And so whether you like it or not, they're going this exactly. way. Exactly. I find what's happening to me. It's like, I don't care. Like I'm yelling at people <sighs> from my lawn, but yeah, like I, so I had to say like, Hey, I'm not doing a good job at this. I need to hand this off. And it's really, that's the sort of it kind of the epiphany of like a company is people. Like you said, it's not a pro we make a product that's important, but what we are is a bunch of people that show up here and or, or try to sort of work in the same direction. And I've seen my key job now is supplying vision. This is what I think my job is as CEO. I'm sure there's a book that says something similar to this, but like, and I'm not, I didn't invent anything special here, but I need to supply the vision, you know, like make sure everyone understands what that is. What are we trying to do? I need to make sure that we have the resources, which is the people, in the funding 
to do it. And then I just need to help get other things out of the way. And that second part is it's not, oh, I have to be the best copywriter. I have to be the best designer. I have to like write the code. No, 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 no. I need to find the people that are the right people yep. and put them in the position to succeed. So that's, that's how I'm spending my time and it's working a lot better. We have better processes now in our product development. You know, it's Isn't like everything's funny? running more smoothly. Isn't that funny how whenever you get out of your way, once you created the momentum, once you create the inertia necessary to get things going a certain direction, you realize, wow, there's, there's people who are significantly more skilled at these tactics than, than I am. So what I need to do is uh, I need to go and supply them with more fuel. And that are, that is the things that you just talked mm-hmm. about a book that you're talking around in terms of, uh, in terms of how to do that or best ways or best practices to do that is a company called, or is a book called primal branding. It talks about the, the tenets of, of creating zealots for your brand. And it's, okay, it's amazing. It's amazing how all of those tenets of what you're talking about are truly milestones that you can measure as you develop culture in your business. So um, writing that down one, right now so I can find it. That's one primal one branding. And I was, it's, it's one that I would suggest. It's interesting because awesome. it talks a lot about what you're talking about. I mean, there's a reason why people will come out of the woodwork to go support Nike, but back in the early seventies, it's like, they just do it. What did that even mean? Mm-hmm. Just it, What we call get some wins. You have to start creating forward momentum and you will essentially by uh, almost by default, create some negative momentum. You'll actually start stepping in places that you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, is if, you, if you create the inertia and the forward motion, you'll learn what to step on, what not to step on, how you can generate more force, how you can increase your rate of force production, all of these kind of tenets mm-hmm. get, you, get you going in the, in the right direction. So, yeah. And I mean, it's to he who has much more will be given or I don't know one of these old probably Bible <laughs> sayings, but it's just like when things are working, it's easier for them to keep working when they're not working. It's harder. Like it's hard to, it's harder to get them going, which is like that first step, that first, I, like, yeah, it's easier for us to sell new customers. Now that we have a lot of customers, you know, relatively speaking compared yeah. to a couple years ago, a lot of customers, there's more proof that it's just now you do run into new sets of problems. Like you hit those development milestones where it's just 100%. like, there's, Oh crap. I don't know how to deal with this. I've never, even though that was a problem you could have. So it's constantly changing. No, man, you're absolutely on point. So it's interesting. You're in Nebraska, right? And when most people would think of a technology business, they would think Silicon Valley, Austin, Texas, maybe more recently, Dayton, Ohio. Like there's there's a lot of these yeah, kind of technology hubs. And, and so they wouldn't think of Lincoln, Nebraska. They think of Lincoln, Nebraska. They think of Cornhuskers and, you know, national championships. Although mm-hmm. in the last two decades, not, not so much. But the idea, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a different topic. But my point is, is, is you've been able to create a, an innovative, um, an innovative solution that solves problems across the board, whether you're a contractor, pick your, pick your poison of what type, but you're creating a solution there that is, that is very good. So how can people find you? People listening to this podcast, you are contractors. How can people yep, connect? With yep. Blue? Yep. Yep. If you, if you, if your job happens at a job site, then check us out. It's companycam.com, companycam.com. And you know, try it for free. Use it. I totally believe in it, you know, take my ringing endorsement, but yeah, I'd love for people to check that out. Otherwise, if you want to hear me uh, rant about uh, whatever, this kind of stuff, politics, whatnot, uh, I'm on Twitter. It's at Profe Luke, P-R-O-F-E Luke, L-U-K-E. So man, Steven, this was awesome. I'm so glad to be on here. I, and I, Absolutely. I, I love that you're doing a good job with this. Absolutely. So here, here's real clear. I appreciate that, by the way. So uh, those folks that are listening, he just told you how to get in touch with him. And now he's touched on a few things that I think are important to focus on. And that is, he's solving the problem that if you are a contractor, he's trying to solve the problem that you have. That problem is he's more intimately familiar with than either I am, 
but you know you have it. So he just gave you a couple of different ways that you can get in touch with him. My encouragement to you is he, he just talked about a, a free trial. In today's world, you need to be able to try something out first before you actually commit to it. And that's fine. That's, that's what he's been able to afford you the opportunity to do. So go, go check it out. Go connect with him. Ask those questions that are necessary. I'm sure he's got a couple of different ways that you can ask more questions than one and get more answers than what you're looking for. For those of you who are listening to Knucklehead Podcast and you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe. You just click a button. And what happens is you actually get this silky smooth voice in your airwaves coming at you with something new every Tuesday. And what ends up happening is you get to develop a relationship, not only with our guests, but with us. And we want to create a human connection for you and your business to help bring dead leads to life. But also on top of that, for those of you who are listening, who just are entertained by it, just know that there's not one of us that's got this all figured out. So you can laugh a little bit listening to somebody in Lincoln, Nebraska, talking about how they can go from a roofing contractor, honestly, in the middle of a soybeans. I know he used to pick up footballs out of a soybean field next to where he went to high school. I know that because I went to the same high yep. school. And uh, what's interesting is now he's helping to develop careers for, for more than 35 people, probably going to 350 here before too long. So for those of you who like to listen, we come out with a new episode every Tuesday. Luke told you how to get in touch with him. Don't be a beta about the process. It requires you to have courage to go out there and screw up. You are going to get your nose bloodied. You are going to have some scraped knees. You are going to screw things up along the way. It happened to Luke as recently as yesterday is what he was talking about. However, he's now realizing that he's he's much further along than maybe what he gives himself credit for. So there's folks out there that are listening that are in that same boat. We encourage you to keep moving, connect with us. And uh, with that, have a good rest of the day. We'll talk to you soon, folks. See you.